Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. Uh, my name is Kerry Palmer, giving a thumbs up to the camera because I thought it wouldn't be caught by the transition. And joining me as always is Jeremy Redditch. Caught in 4K. Just absolutely uh, in high definition, just absolutely caught out that you were trying to give signals to the control room while live on air. <laughs> Uh, we, were, we were just like like literally 36 seconds ago we were like okay we'll press the button we'll get the transition right and like you hit the transition and I saw it was going so like we had time for it I was like oh yeah thumbs up quietly though because we're recording but <laughs> quietly thumbs up the, on camera <laughs> I didn't want to say it oh, yeah, good point I didn't want to say anything but it was the delay on my end was slow enough that by the time the transition was done <laughs> my thumb was up on the screen yep uh uh, Jeremy, congratulations for last week's uh, rousing success of a video podcast. We did it. And you know what? I was very tired and I got to think about it and go, all right, cool, let's do it all again next week. <laughs> yep, yep, totally. But you, with far less work this time. Well, I mean, sort of, yes. I'm just like, you haven't had to create like the video template and the background. Sure, I mean, learn how to do it. Yes, like there, there, there will be, uh, what's the optimizations? In mm. the in the process, uh, making something for the first time is always the longest. Um, so yeah, we can just do it faster and better this week, mm-hmm. and better and better and better until until we get sick of only doing video and audio podcasts, and we start doing VR yeah. podcasts. Oh, in, video, in audio, and mixed reality in. Mm. in scam social spaces known as metaverses. <laughs> Would we have 3D, full 3D models of ourselves like sitting at a table talking to each other? Yes. We should do a video podcast in a rec room once. once. Oh, okay. Interesting. In rec room. Yeah. That would, be, that would be interesting. How can... We'd have to have a third person to be our camera. Uh... Maybe. Or would you just do we point just of look view at, the whole time? We would just look at each other. I don't know. Would that do you and you'd want to do that in VR, right? Yeah. Okay. What if we did it in VR? So you ha- we've got my point of view, your point of view, but we also have cameras on us to point out how stupid we look in real life. So we've got <laughs> four camera feeds and then maybe a fifth one of like the the general scene in Rec Room. What would be really funny as well is that we um would like I wouldn't be able to see my audio levels while I'm doing it. I'm not gonna be able to see the timer. I'm not gonna be able to see the, my notes. Like I would have I would have maybe a physical note and maybe like an in-game clock, I guess, to yep. see how long I've been going for. But I wouldn't be able to really control many things. Um there would be there are many reasons why they don't do this. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yes, definitely. I'm I'm more I think we should I'm do more of a fan of our um of our prospective uh, flight simulator plants than than these yes. lofty. <laughs> well, when I eventually get around to doing my my metaverse deep dive thing that I, that I want to do, we'll do that episode in VR. I reckon. Oh yeah, when you're mid research, when you're mid, when you're when you're undercover. No, no, no. When I'm when I'm when I'm done. When I'm done, we'll do it in what I think the best uh. one is. Ah, uh-huh. it's, it's probably going to be rec room. Um, but like. Yeah, we'll we'll think of something. We'll work that out think at some point. 
Don't yeah. expect that soon, anybody. <laughs> actually, if that sounded exciting. Actually, exciting don't to expect you, it at all. Excited. This might not happen. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy, something fun happened this weekend. We got together in person with June we and did. recorded four episodes of The Pecking Order. That four. is four, one, two, three, four, of our Kissability Pop Culture Ranking Podcast. That's true. Um, it's, been, it's been a minute since we recorded one of those, and it's been even longer since we released one. We've got one sitting there waiting to go, but we haven't put it out yet. Yeah. Um, it was so fun It was doing so that. fun. It was so good. I, I really, I really love that show. And and anyone who hasn't listened to it or hasn't listened to it in a while, do yourself a favor. Go listen to the Hulk episode, episode zero. It's so funny. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then there's three more like it, and there's going to be five more coming. We've got more unreleased episodes than we have released episodes right now. I think so. <laughs> look forward to those. We are going to make those happen and get those out there. Ain't that just us? <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty pretty us. Um. Uh, so yeah, but that's not this show. This show is the minimap cast where we're going to talk about games, uh, what we've been playing this week. Uh, the topic of the show this week is our sort of predictions for what's going to happen this, well, quote unquote, this E3, but really it's like mid year this year if everyone announces things at this time, but yeah. not everyone will, no. but they might. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll get to it. We'll Otherwise known as a E3. Yes. Uh, so look forward to that in the second half of the show. Uh, if you want to see this episode, uh, you can find it on minimap.com.au. There you can find the audio and video versions of this podcast. Uh, if you're looking for the audio version of this podcast, you can find us on all podcast services on any platform of your choice. Um, if we're not on some platform for whatever reason that you've looked for us on, let us know and we'll fix it because we want to be everywhere. Uh, we also wanted to say if you wanted to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash minimapau uh, if you wanted to support us monetarily, excuse me. And we're also on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram. Uh, I think that's about it. That's most of them. And Twitch, which is the other one on our YouTube, but I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. Uh, we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Body Improv song as the music for the Minimap cast. Uh, you can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And, 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 and rate us on podcasts if you want to give us five stars, give us likes, give us thumbs ups. It makes. Yes, that's a good point. We big, haven't done that in a while. Big old difference. Uh, makes, a, makes a big difference to us. Yeah, Helps positive us. rating on wherever you get us. If you're on Spotify for music, but you don't listen to us and you're just on your phone, you know, pull it, you know, just search Minimapcast, give us a rating. Give us a give us a, a, a cheeky little thumb up. Although it might not it might not let you, because I think Spotify's like, you haven't listened to this, but I think you can like mark them yeah, as played and then you can. Yes, so like, I have I do not listen to my own podcast, especially on Spotify. Um and I have just marked my episodes as played just to rate them. Yeah. Jeremy, have you have you gone back and listened to an old episode of ours, like recently mm-hmm. or ever? Or... Not in a while. Mm. Not an it's old good. one. It's a good time. Like I think, speaking of Rec Room, I think I think it's time for me to go back and listen to Fortnite Big Chungus. That was a good episode. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that one did really well as well. That was like one of the best episodes I think we ever had. We, we should just put Fortnite in the title. Or either that or Big Chungus, one or the other. We should do some A-B testing. <laughs> Jeremy, speaking of Big Chungus, tell me about Nintendo Switch Sports. I don't know what Big Chungus has to do with it. Um, 
I played Nintendo Switch Sports. Um, I didn't think I was going to buy it, and I didn't buy it. Um, but my housemate did, which was great. I came home the other day to find a Switch game sitting on the on the counter, and I was like, "Oh, you, oh is this for me?" Well, I, I, I like I. I it would come as no surprise to tell you that I have the most games in the house. Um, and frequently my housemates borrow my games and I told them you don't even have to ask. Feel free literally just to go borrow it. I don't care at all. Um, as long as you put it back, I don't care. And I saw a game sitting on the counter. I was like, oh, that's weird. So I look at it and I'm like, oh, Nintendo Switch Sports. And then my housemate came in and was like, oh yeah, I, I picked it up. I want to play it. And I was like, okay, cool. I wasn't planning on buying it. So I'm glad you did. So we can play it. Um, and so I have been playing. The Nintendo Switch Sports. Oh, it's a visual gag. It's back. Every every <laughs> every week. Every week there'll be another one. Um, For audio listeners, we Jeremy has put his head upon a uh, the body of a me. It's very, very M- M-I-I, not me. Yes. Um, <laughs> so so Nintendo Switch Sports is kind of is, is kind of weird. So it's not it is definitely not Wii Sports, but it kind of is, and it it's hitting this really weird, this really weird, uncomfortable middle ground of trying to do like a new sports game for like it's it's in HD. It looks quite good for the most part. Um, you know, there's like a lot of environments and stuff, unlike Wii Sports, which was which was pretty basic. You know, it was a Wii launch game, right? You know, they didn't quite know yeah. what they were doing yet. So it like. The, Wii Sports was very much a really fun tech demo. It was like, hey, look at all yeah. these cool things you can do with the fucking Wiimote, right? Maybe one of the best pack-ins ever. Maybe the best. Yeah. Like if, yeah, honestly, maybe the best. Um, this has a lot of the same stuff as well as some things from the Wii Sports Resort game that came out. Um, but it's also missing some things. There's no boxing, there's no baseball, there's no golf yet that's coming. Um, there is tennis. So the, the sports that are in Wii Sports, Wii Sports, the sports that are in Nintendo Switch Sports, volleyball, badminton, tennis, football, soccer, uh, Chambara, and bowling. Mm-hmm. Now, bowling and tennis are the... M- the ones that are very, very close to the original um, uh, Wii Sports games. Uh, mm. Bowling, however, has two modes. Um, there is regular mode and there is like extreme mode or something. I don't remember exactly what it's called. Uh-huh. Where there are obstacles being put in the middle of the um, the alley or like moving platforms or like... Uh, pin bumpers that like well it like it, it's quite fun it's quite a good addition but it also makes it really difficult because it's like mini bowling yes what's really weird about it is the controls are different to we uh we sports bowling but only slightly and it's the only major difference is in in we sports you hold down the the b button and you bowl and then you let go when you want to let go of the ball right in this, you hold it the entire time, and it sort mm. of auto let goes, lets go for you, which isn't particularly like bowling like. No, it's not, and it's also not particularly different. Aside from if you have played Wii bowling a lot, <laughs> like I have, it was very difficult to break out of that like habit to like just let go of the button. And so, if you let go of the button, the like the the 
the ball fails. And, yeah. And you yeah. like have to do it again, which is very, very weird. Um, and it does that thing like, bump. Yes. Um, what is good, however, maybe the most amazing addition that they have ever, ever done is adding simultaneous bowling to this mm. game. So if you are playing, so the Wii Bowling, Wii Bowling, Switch Bowling has, I think, one to 16 players. Yep. And you, you just take turns by passing the controller. If you have two controllers, which you do because it's a Switch, <laughs> uh, you can bowl, two people can bowl at the same time which is mm. great if you're doing what I did, which was play with four people, including myself. So it was two people. And so you're not swapping. all waiting for everyone to go around. Exactly, exactly. Amazing addition. Yep. Cham- Chambara is one to two players, same with football and same with badminton. I played all these games aside from football because we couldn't be bothered setting up the leg strap. That's the only one that requires the, the ring fit leg strap and we just couldn't be vote. Uh, I'd also like to just point out Chambara, for those who aren't aware, is it's basically the sword fighting game from Wii Sports Resort. Yes. Um, where you're, like, you're, you're trying to slash your opponent for the direction that they're not blocking. Yes. Um, however, I will say that it has the addition of you can choose what sword you want, um, including twin swords. Uh, and so you hold both Joy-Cons and it's got really pretty good tracking. Um, okay, great. It's like it's really fun to sort of like block with one and then unblock and then whack with the other and then whack with the other and and it's really hard to block when there's two swords. Yeah. Um the control scheme is very similar to the Skyward Sword uh Zelda game that came out on Switch. Um yep. like very very similar. It is like, you know, attack in the direction that they are blocking so like as opposed to the opposite direction. It is move the controls left and right to do a spitting attack when you build up your meter. Yep, yep, that's funny. It's the it's the exact same thing almost. Apart well, from I, no, mean, I mean, no think poking. about it. It's basically the same game from Wii Sports Resort, which was a big Wii Motion Plus yeah. like showpiece, just like Skyward Sword was on the Wii 10 years ago. So that's... Yes, it's, it, makes com- it makes complete sense. Makes complete sense. Um, Chambara is pretty good. Um, we played a bunch of that. Uh... The tennis is, it's, it's what you'd expect. It is Wii Sports Tennis. Um, it yeah. is a lot more, um, th- there's a lot more of a direction. You know, sort well, you know, you can get a pretty good idea of where you're going to hit the ball as you hit it. You, you can sort of aim it um, just by the nature of it being a much better motion controller, which is really cool. Badminton is very similar to tennis, aside from it's not four-player like tennis, it's only two-player. I don't know why, <laughs> um, but it is, because you still only use one controller. I guess maybe... Ba- is, is it doubles badminton? I don't know. Um, I, I think there is, but I wonder if that would be strange with like who goes forward and back. Because in tennis, they have that where it's like, one's forward, one's back, and then that very rarely changes. But I think yeah, but, band, badminton is a bit more dynamic. We'll get there, but volleyball does the same thing where like people will go back and forth, I believe. Um, I, so I was watching footage. Isn't that where it's like set? Like your role is determined by who's hitting the ball when and they're like, oh, get ready. You're going to bump it now. Get ready. You're going you're gonna to strike it now. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like the games can be intelligent enough that a player can automatically move front and back and swap... I don't know. It just felt weird that like they limited that game to two players because they couldn't move players. Off. I don't know. 
Um, it was very similar to tennis. Um, aside from it was maybe a, just just like a little bit more boring, I guess. The, the, there's like it, you you can't do rallies as much in that one because of the ball builds builds up so much speed, and it's more about timing in that one than it is about placement. Um, which means that sometimes you can like really whack it down, and then like you it's you got to really like time that right. Um, and yeah, and then finally volleyball, um, multiple players. Um, that one is is different. That one is like so. It is volleyball where like someone is like spiking it up, someone's setting it, and then the other one is slamming it down. Um, the motion controls on that one are a lot more like this. Like I'm so moving your hands directly up is a set. Mm. Um, whacking uh, like just sort of throwing it up is spike. I think, and or maybe it's forward. I don't quite remember. Um, it's it's bump set it's, spike. Right, okay, so so bumping is swinging it. So you swing the Joy-Con up. Setting it is pushing it up, mm. which I know sounds similar, but they are a little bit different. Um, and then spiking is swinging it up and then swinging it down. So swinging it up is when you jump up in the air and you stay in the air for quite a long time, and then you slam it down. Um, you can also... The whoever's at the front can also uh, do the spike move whenever they want, in terms of they can also jump up and block the ball at the same time. So you can mm. block a spike that way. Um, that one's really fun. It's a bit more complicated. Um, so the games are good. It's missing golf. Golf isn't super exciting. It'll come later. Whatever. Yep. <laughs> um, the customization options are pretty limited. Like, you can't... If you want to use a, a me head, you can't then add accessories. Oh. Uh, you also can't... Uh, you also don't start off with any accessories, including pairs of glasses, which I thought was weird. I couldn't even add a pair of glass to my weird fake Xbox Live avatar thing that they've got going on that isn't Nintendo Mies. Um yeah. And... Th- uh, like what is good is there are like funny nicknames so you can like there's like a list of very long uh, like there's like a, you, you get two nicknames so like I was um, uh, grandpa uh, party grandpa um, party grandpa yeah like one of my friends was like cat dog um, I played with I played with my housemates and one of my friends but, so my barometer for these games is can I have fun with this game while I am drinking too much wine <laughs> Yes, sort of. It's it's not nearly as immediately jump in as Wii Sports, which is a shame. Okay, and that's hard to follow because that is maybe one of the most like easily able to jump in games that have ever existed. You know, that game was played by literally everybody. You know, yeah, grandparents play that of game. Of people. Yes, we've spoken about this at length in the past. That game was available to play by people for people in retirement homes. Right? You know, it was great for everybody. It was also the one of the first of its kind in a in a broad, um, broadly available consumer perspective. Like, yes, there's and that that really means something. It means that some of those games that were a little a little par baked, a little a little soft on the inside, um, were still fun and enjoyable because it was a novel experience. But we've had fifteen years of that now. Sure, but like you know while. Boxing was like pretty shit, like as yeah. like as like a game in terms of like you controlling anything. It was still really fun. Yeah. Um, I will say Chambara in this is like there is a level of strategy that you can 
deploy, which which we started to build up as we played more and more, where it was like, you know, thinking about patterns that my opponent is using and trying to guess their pattern so I can block because it's really hard because they're really fast, that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, similar to uh, tennis as well, trying to hit it and then overriding your brain to not hit the ones that are about to go out, which we did a bunch, yeah. especially because we were drinking a lot. Um, no wonder they were going out. Yeah. Uh, but this, there's maybe just a little bit too much friction for like everybody, you know, say you've got seven, eight people st- sitting around the TV chatting and stuff and you just sort of pass the control back and forth. You there's just maybe just a teensy bit too much going on in between the games. Oh. The, like, the, like, so like I, I don't mean in between the games is too much happening. I mean, is in across the games, there's too much differentiation. Um, some of them require the use of, it's not just motion control. Some of them is like actually using the stick. Um, and some of them is using the buttons to do certain things. Um, and I feel like there were ways to get around that, right? I feel like there were ways they could have designed it around the motion controls. I know Joy-Con motion controls aren't the best, but they're certainly much better than Wii, and that was still so much fun. Um, mm. There were ways to do that where it wasn't you relying on just pressing a button. As well as the tutorials that they have, because they they give you the option of, of some of the games give you tutorials and some of them don't, which I thought was weird, considering mm. some of them were like, oh, we were finding out mechanics halfway through our PlayStation. Um they are not very good tutorials. They give each player who has never played the game one of the tutorials. So if you start a match with four four brand new players, you will get the same tutorial four times. You can skip it, but it is oh. still really weird. Um, yep. And there's just there's just a little bit too much friction for it to be like a like a classic hit. Um, Interesting, which is a shame. Uh, the game looks quite good when when there's four players and there's four different screens going on. The frame rate drops for things in the background. For the most part, the game I think felt fine. I didn't notice frame drops in in the actual game part of it, but certainly background characters drop down to like six to seven frames per second, which is fine. It is what it is. Totally. Um, the lo- it is set in the location of Spoko Square. <laughs> I. Don't know what that is, but it sounds like a slur. It sounds like someone misspelled sports. <laughs> yeah, or it's like what you when you want to be like awful to someone who's like a Star Trek fan, you call them a Spocko. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, like it's good. I don't think it's worth like sixty bucks. Okay, interesting. That was going to be I, my question. Yeah, I think it's pro- it's probably a good forty five dollars. Um, if you can get it that cheap, then great. Um, I'd, good I, luck because it's a Nintendo game. Yeah, definitely, and like one that comes with a like a physical accessory. Um, I do want to go back and play the football game to see what the leg strap thing is like because, as far as I can tell, one game requires the leg strap, which is really weird. So I want to point out, I'm pretty sure it's one mode of one game. For right. soccer, I'm pretty and sure you can play just soccer. Shootout. It's just yeah, the shootout. It's just the goal shooting. Um, you can play weird. the main soccer mode without it. Right. In fact, um, I don't think you can play it with it. Right. Okay. That that's even weirder. Um, I find it weird that 
badminton, Chambara, and football are all only one to two players. I understand Chambara is like, you know, dueling with like foam swords above a pool. Um, but like, like make a four player mode, right? Like make it fucking stupid or do like two on two. Yeah. Like it, like, you, like you're making a party game. You can't, you can't, you shouldn't lock out half of your games to be only one V one. Um, you know, if you've got four players or five players around a TV, like you're not going to want to really play those ones. The only reason yeah. we played those is because two of my housemates left to go get food. And so it's just me and my friend. Um, so I don't know. I feel like, you know, badminton, Chambara, football, there was all a way you could have done a, even if it's dinky, a four player <laughs> version of that. Yeah. Um, you know, Mario Party, you know, if you play two players, you, like there are there are one v one games in that, but like they don't ever like there's there's no maps which are only one v one or only like two v two. It's yeah, no, they know, always fill it with computers. They are all four v four accessible. Yeah, no, it's it's a good point. It's interesting. Yeah, I wonder I how well this game's gonna do. Yeah, like I think I think there is a decent market for it if it drops to like if like if it drops to about 60 bucks over christmas i think plenty of people will pick it up um because parents will be able to play it with kids and not feel like that they're playing a playing a video game sort of thing um they're just doing an activity with their with their kids yeah. uh the music i want i need to point out as well like not really a whole lot going on there the style of it it was sort of lacking a little bit you know and look we sports is a classic it's hard to compete but like I, I sort of wanted something a bit more upbeat. Everything felt like it was set inside a shopping mall. Yeah. Give me, give, give me some cool locations. Give me. Don't give me the university campus feeling that you have. Give me something a bit, a little bit more exciting. Throw some yeah. fucking Nintendo little pizzazz in there. You know. <laughs> have different, have different things. Fight Bowser. Why would they do like, that, Jeremy? It's only in the name of the game. Have Nintendo characters sitting in the background watching. That would be fun. That, w- that would be fun. I like that. Yeah, I, I have no telling of how far this game is going to go. Like, it strikes me a lot as like a sort of a continuation of their brain training game that came out last year and um, like 50 clubhouse games, you know, where it's that whether it's it's that quick party online system that they've got but like so it's i'm just remembering really that one level. of the clubhouse games was piano <laughs> oh yeah i don't remember if that one had multiplayer <laughs> uh, uh, sorry yeah, really should... quick i need to point out that while i was playing the game the location that it reminded me of the most was the fucking um the the shop the abandoned shopping mall in in the new Kirby game that came out it reminded oh, right. me so much of that it was so bizarre the uh, the abandoned version where no one's turned on their switch for ten years <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh well Jeremy speaking of brand new and current games <laughs> I saw the list <laughs> I I've been playing a lot of JRPGs I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I've noticed. And it's it's weird. Like and I'm enjoying them, but I'm also getting a bit sick of their trappings, but clearly not sick of them enough to not install <laughs> judgment. 
Um, you know what I should have done for your camera? I should have put the two hands on the side that like. I was the- literally sitting here thinking about that. <laughs> the from the uh, the crappy Lost, Lost Judgment, Judgment. Uh, title art. Yeah, um, the portrait. So I've been playing Judgment this weekend, uh, and it's very strange playing it, having only previously played the sequel to this game six months ago. Um, Which you did for and work. I, I did do for work, but I, I did enjoy it a fair amount too. Yeah. Um, I want to say that it felt like Judgment came out, rather that Lost Judgment came out pretty quickly after Judgment, although I think it was only, I think it was maybe three years. So I don't think it was that, that quick. Um, I think it's Lost Judgment came out after it was announced quite quickly from what I can remember. That might have also yeah, just been because I like wasn't paying attention to it as much, but I remember like I remember it like when it was out, I was like, oh my god, this is already out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And so like it's hard to get a gauge on how popular this game is. Um it's for those who aren't aware, it's it's is a Japanese made, Japanese set um detective game sort of a like a like a crime novel um but you play this detective who is also like this martial arts guy you kick the crap out of so many people um it's it's a spin-off of the yakuza series yeah a spin-off of yakuza which is going turn-based and then judgment theoretically is going to be their action rpg like real-time brawling kind of setting from now on um maybe only maybe yeah and then there's there's the the rumors of the uh, the 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 actor who's some big actor in Japan who plays the main character Yagami, um, his agency doesn't want the games to be put on the PC yep. because then they're worried about mods happening and then they're making Yagami do weird things and it being look looking bad for the actor, uh, which is pretty overprotective if you ask me. But also I see where they're coming from. He he's um, like the biggest actor in Japan. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, it's been quite strange playing this for a number of reasons, because it's not like, um, going from Assassin's Creed, well, I mean, it kind of is, but it's not like going from Assassin's Creed 2 to Assassin's Creed 1, where you can see, like, the, like, there's so much work that went into refining the core palette of the game. Um, not to say there hasn't been work put into 2 compared to 1, but going back to 1, there are, there are many slightly rougher edges in one in comparison to two okay and what i mean by that is like in two you've got a skateboard to get around faster um on streets which is great and when you do that there are little medallions you can pick up just as you go along and they're fun to it's like oh i'll get this on the way and and, oh i'm and I'm, i'm there already in this one you're just running everywhere like you're just on foot in this one city you go to one office and they're like, yeah, you should have head over to that bar and ask the uh, ask the manager there about the night of the incident. And you're like, okay, on the other side of town, hold X and just sprint. And then you, you finish up there and it's like, back to the law office and you sprint. Like, it gets old really quickly. Um, also, like, part of the... They, they incentivize you to eat every food from every restaurant. Like, it's part of, like, the, the checkboxes... It's like, oh, how many quests have you done? How many shops have you eaten from on, like, the save file menu? And it's like, wait, why, why are you incentivizing me to do this? That's <laughs> and cool. you get, like, you get, like, 10 experience points for every new meal you eat. Is that a lot? Um, there's so many. There's, like, 50 shops. 
and they all have yeah, but like, like is, ten, is ten XP a lot or not really? No, it's not. Right, but also you can't eat when you're full, so you have to like take damage. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's just a lot. Just a lot of small, rougher edges. I find the performances are a bit more wooden for some of the supporting characters. Um, in a way where it's like I don't like you as much in this one, and I liked them. I liked their their portrayal and their characterization in the second one a lot more. Uh, it's just it's it's strange. You've you've gone from Empire Strikes Back to A New Hope. I have, but I didn't realize I enjoyed Lost Judgment that much. Like it has me going back, being like, "Oh, that's a shame," because I really liked it when they did this, or "Oh, I could see how they made this more refined," like the skateboarding, for example. Like I was saying. Um, there's so much filler. Like, apparently you could just date random people in this game. And, like, there That's are a fun. number of, like, arcades where you can just go and play Sega arcade games. Like, I played Virtual Fighter for 10 minutes. And then, like... That's Yakuza. <laughs> right, okay. I you mean, can, that makes sense. You, you can do that in nearly all of them. You can do, like, yeah, DDR and all that stuff. It just feels like so much fluff. Like, so much. And when you compare that to Persona, which has, like, oh, you could do darts and go spend time with your friends. All of that gives you a reward to something. You can't compare these games to Persona. I can, and I will, because, one, they're both published by Sega, and two, when I played Darts in Judgment, they use the same sound effects as the system that they do for Darts in Persona, which has me wondering whether whether Sega owned some Darts board, some electronic Darts thing in real life, and they've put that into their arcade games in their games in both games. (laughs) <laughs> that like, I could I could totally see that happening. Yeah, because like one of the only licensed thing is there in there is like, oh, go to the club Sega building. And it's like, oh wow, that's really branded. I wonder why. Oh, it's because this game's made by Sega. Yeah. <laughs> th- th- they they've had that in tons of the Yakuza games. Like there's yeah. karaoke and there's like there's a million things you can do in the in the Yakuza games. Yeah. Oh, it feels so weird. It feels it feels like too much filler. And and like the classic RPG stuff of like Oh, I, there's a side quest. Oh, there's a panty thief around town. Try and catch them. And and I'm and I'm I'm sitting there. I'm like, a, this sucks. This is a bad story. B, this story is in Lost Judgment. You did this twice. Like, what were you guys doing? <laughs> um, I can look. I can't guarantee, but I can almost guarantee that that story is also in one of the Yakuza games. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, it's full of its tropes. Um, I am enjoying. The performances, though, um, and the setting. The combat is... It's not as complex as it is in the second one, but it's its all—it's there enough that um, it's its enjoyable. Um, the, the plot I'm finding far less compelling. Like, I'm kind of only going through it because of how much I enjoyed the second plot. Right. The second game's plot, rather. Um, and this game, I'm like, yeah, this is really wooden. It's really stiff. There's not much going on. The twist is like... The twists that I've seen are really one-dimensional, whereas the 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 plot in Lost Judgment was so interwoven. There's so many threads that linked back to themselves, and I, I found it really engaging in comparison to this. Um, but I, I am going to keep playing this. It, it is fun. I also noticed, I think, two or three different voice actors from Persona playing characters in this game. Maybe, which is, yeah. I think that, pretty... That would track. Yeah, pretty common. The 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 English voice actors for the the Japanese games, um, but yeah, it's just it's just been bizarre, and it has me 
appreciating Lost Judgment a lot more. Not that I didn't appreciate it then, but like I was kind of on this weird in this weird spot with it. I was like, oh, I haven't played a game like this before. That was interesting. I don't know how I felt about this. But when I was thinking about it in my head, I was like, if 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 there's a if we've got like a grade scale, right? We've got a we've got a a, a like a zero to ten, and there's 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 a line somewhere where it's like on one side is like decently good, and on the other side is like also decently good but slightly worse. Right. And I think Lost Judgment is on the more positive side of that, and Judgment is on the less positive side of that so far. Right. And it's. And that line is there because it, they're close. But on one side, you've got, oh, man, if this is my first time playing this series, I think I would have dropped it and never looked back. And on the other side, you've got, I enjoyed that well enough and found it compelling enough that I want to see what the next one's like. Like, they're, they're so close in quality and substance, but just better in enough ways. It's like a 0.5 difference to where I'm, like, really interested and not at all interested. And so I'm glad I played the better one first. <laughs> Would you like to know the Metacritic of each of them? Sure. So the Can Metacritic for Judgment? Yeah, so the Metacritic for Judgment. Uh 82 on PS5. Okay. On Xbox it's uh 85. Okay. For Lost Judgment. It's 82 on PS5. <laughs> oh my god. And and 80 on Xbox. Um the average is almost identical. Interesting. Um, That's fascinating. And just for my sanity, I'm going to look at Yakuza Kiwami and Kiwami 2, yep. which are the remakes of 1 and 2. Um, Why Kiwami and Kiwami 2 and not uh, Yakuza 7? Uh, because Kiwami and Kiwami 2 are quite similar, just like Judgment and Lost Judgment. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, eighty-two <laughs> for Kiwami two, eighty-one for for Kiwami one. Wow, that's um, outrageously consistent. These games are, from what I can tell, incredibly consistent. Um, wow, in their quality levels, um, and their gameplay. Yep. Um. Uh, and I mean, there are so many parts of Judgment that I'm recognizing as like UI elements. From Lost Judgment, like literally lifted, they're they're exactly the same. Like Tuck's what? running animation is exactly the same. Like the health bar is the same. The way some stuff animates, even if the menu's slightly different, the same. Mm. Like same overworld map. Like every time they introduce a boss, and like their name comes up, and like there's like freeze frame in the in the yeah. thing. Like it's identical. Yeah, like, it's 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 Yakuza. It's all all of that is Yakuza. Um, okay, right. Yes, like it, and, it is. It has been the same for since they since they swapped hmm. since they went from I what, think, like five to six. Uh, maybe maybe four. Or maybe to zero. Um, zero was the first one in I think the new engine. Um, yeah. I think I could be wrong. Um, maybe Yakuza Five. I I don't remember. Um, when yeah, they, we know what we're the, talking about. Yeah. The, the modern era of Yakuza games, they all started to become the same game, but they all started to become the same really good game from what I can tell. I haven't played all of them. Um, but like, just from what I've heard, they're all like, they are the, like the continuation, all of the same story, mm. and they are all the same level of 8 out of 10 quality. Yep. Um, which is like 
That's, almost it's, almost unheard of, right? And it's and it's like totally fine. Like I'm happy with that. Like it's like, oh yeah, like I'd be down for another judgment game. Give me the next chapter of that story. Like is I want to see another case. How how attached are you to the detectiveness of it? Uh it's a fun like it's a fun lens to play the game through. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like something that I'm enjoying less in Judgment as well is, as part of the plot is it's dealing with some of the Yakuza families in there. Right. It's dealing with the Tojo clan and the Kyore clan. And and it's it feels pretty one note and the characters are so Yakuza, you know, they're so gl- like glowering and and like sour and upset and, you know, the mafia. Like, I don't find that characterization particularly interesting. Um, and I, I like more this sort of, like, ex-lawyer who's really good at being a lawyer but, like, had a bad experience and is so striking it out on his own to find his own justice. Like, that's a fun thing. And they play with that really well in the second game. Um, in this one, yeah, the, the detective stuff, it, it, at some point it does feel a bit artificial and, like, a really simple layer on top of what's actually there, which is you know, a foundation of Yakuza gameplay of punching the shit out of people. Yeah. Um, but it's a fun enough lens, it's a fun enough, like, concept that I'm bought in. Like, it it sells the world and the story and the the type of story they're telling well enough that I I think I would miss it if it was something different. Right, okay. Because um, So, like, for, I, I've played Yakuza 1 the most. Yeah. That is still, like, it. it's a game about the Yakuza. But it is still somewhat of a detective story. At the beginning of the game, you get framed and you have to, like, clear your name. Um, and it's, like, it is about, like, you know, working with different members of the families and stuff like that. But it is about, like, it, it is a, it's not a, like, it's it's not a gang-focused thing, at least from what I was playing. Like, it is, it's yeah. about you and it's about you uncovering the truth sort of thing and then proving it to people. Um, yeah, Totally. So I think that wouldn't actually feel out of place for you. Um, even though you are still a member of the Yakuza while you're doing it. Um, yeah. I-, I will say the characterization in that from what I played, the dialogue, the um, performances, um, they were all like excellent. <laughs> they were, okay. They were, they were really good. Go. <laughs> yeah, like they were really fucking fun. Um, okay. It was, it was like, Kawami, it was like right? watching, yes, yeah, Kawami. Does that have English actors of voice acting in that one, or is it all Japanese? I don't know. I'm I'm assuming it does, but I played it in Japanese. I okay. didn't I didn't look. Because Judgment was the first game I think that was made with an English um, audio track in mind. Right. Okay. So if I remember correctly. Right. Yeah. I mean, like maybe I'm not sure. Um, that would make more sense in terms of like. Uh, you know, like this is a remake of 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 the original game, so like, yeah. you know, who knows? Um, it's also funny as well because Yakuza Zero came out pretty soon after Yakuza Kiwami One, mm. um, and it's set in like the exact same version of the city, except it's yep. uh, thirty years earlier. It's set in nineteen eighty eight. Wow, is um, that far back? Yep. And what's really fun about it is that a big thing in all the Yakuza games is like you calling up people and talking and stuff like that. Like yeah. 
There's no mobile phones in 1988. Um, yep. And so you have to keep running to pay phones <laughs> to continue right. storylines, which is really funny. Yeah. Um, apparently it's also really a really great realization of like 80s Japan with like the mm-hmm. tech boom that they had back then. Um, yeah, I mean, the it it's it's so interesting playing a, a game in a real world setting. Like Persona is set in Japan, but it's so... It's yeah. quite gamified. It's not the like the 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 sit the setting of Japan is nice, but it's not it's not necessarily about that. Whereas like no. in Judgment, like the city is so true to life, it feels like at least. Yeah. Um yeah. in sense of scale, like the types Style. of buildings you go into. Yeah, like you're you're just in Japan. It's not it it yeah, it's 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 a very accurately realized thing. Yeah. Um, if you're having fun playing in that space, maybe you give Kiwami a go or Kiwami 2 even. Like you you can jump in as far as I can tell in that series anywhere. It's just the further back you start, the more like understanding you have about everything that's going on. But they do totally. like they do make those games so you can jump into any one of them. I don't know if I can keep jumping back further and further, step by step, further and further back through this series. You know what I mean? Like, like Kwame the, the one get feels less like and playing, less refined. <laughs> Kwame one actually feels like playing like a classic, like beat 'em up from like the PS2 era, in a way that sort of it doesn't make you feel like you're you're stepping back in terms of like it's a bit rougher. You just feel like you're playing an old game. So those 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 roughnesses actually like a little bit. Then it's not quite as rough. It's a bit blurry. Maybe more like. Yeah, like like you yeah, know when I'm you go back sure. and you play like you know you play Kotor or whatever, and it's like that game like you know it's a rough looking game and a rough feeling game, but like you know you're playing an old game, so you don't treat it like a new one. Kiwami's kind of like that. Yeah, I I don't know if I can after this. Like it was a bit, it was it was jar, it's been jarring and like setting my brain like on fire yeah. with thoughts. Just like how do I, why do, how do I feel about this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. Um, but also like. At the end of the day, like Ryuga Gotoku, the studio, they're not known for their. Uh, how would I how would I say this? They're not known for their progressive and. Um, uh, well, let's just say, yeah, their progressive storylines and trope busting, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm I'm dancing around it, like. A problem with Lost Judgment is that all of the characters that are women in that game are either victims or victimizers. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and like that's their their newest one. Like, I I that's not going to get better the further back it goes. In fact, that that's one of the the criticisms I've seen of it is like, oh yeah, the studio does this shit all the time and it fucking sucks. Um, yeah, uh, and it does. that's that's not going to sit well with me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like I'm like I'm like morbidly curious but kind of like not probably not enough to pull the trigger i think i I think i'd I'd be more keen to play a new judgment after this you could give like a dragon a go it's not like judgment but it's you can give it a go yeah but then i'm still excellent (laughs) then i'm playing persona 5 final fantasy 12 and then yakuza 7 which unlike judgment being like an action rpg is actually just another jrpg (laughs) with a party and like type advantages and items and and I don't, I don't know if I can do that. You could just not play Final Fantasy XII. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Well, that, I mean that's true. I was pick, I was picking Judgment over Twelve because I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, weird week. Yeah, many thoughts. Mm. Mm. Uh, everyone, we're going to go to a break now, um, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking about our sort of predictions for what E three is going to be. Am I going to predict anything for a new Judgment game in the series? Absolutely not. But maybe I will. <laughs> You'll have to stick around to find out. Uh, uh, I, I don't have a segue. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap cast. We have just been listening to the Persona 5 soundtrack during the break. Barely. I, barely, but it was something I was I I want I want to mention out loud because it's been in my head all day and I just need to share with more people how good this soundtrack is. And like this isn't news. Like <laughs> this isn't news. But if you haven't if you're at all interested in stuff that's vaguely jazzy anything that's anything that's in that realm if you're if you're a fan of anything like that go and listen to the soundtrack it's all on spotify the original soundtrack and uh persona 5 royal and it's amazing it's a really 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 (laughs) really good soundtrack just in case people weren't aware yeah it's it's living in my brain right now and i'm loving it I'm loving the living, Jeremy. I can tell. Hey, E3 2022 is just around the corner, sort of. Um, sort of. E3, E3, E3 2022 is, is cancelled. That's the thing. E3 is simultaneously... It's, it's Schrodinger's E3. E3 is dead. Long live E3. I gotta, I gotta buy that, that shirt of Jeff Grubb and Mike Minardi fucking posing on top of the grave of E3. I need to, yeah. I need to buy that shirt. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Yeah, that, it's a very used shirt. But also, it's very good. It's really um, funny. So yes, the ESA isn't running E3 this year. Um, well, they 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 couldn't handle me being part of the press list last year. <laughs> you're right. You're, you're too hot, too media. hot to handle. The only the only thing that can contain you is me is Minimap. And it's packs. the only. It's, that's because it was designed from the ground up to to hot to withstand you. It's true. It's a prison of my own making. Your 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 Australian hot takes. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go through a few kind of subcategories here. Oh, <laughs> there's one category that we added afterwards that I forgot about. I'll, I'll have to come <laughs> up with one of that one for that on the fly. But we're gonna yeah. go through these categories just sort of because we're kind of coming into it. Some some people have announced that they're gonna do something in June, like Xbox Bethesda showcase is happening June twelfth, same as Xbox's time around that time all the time. Yep. What was June 9th? Something the Summer Game Fest. Um, it's yeah. not called Kickoff Live this time, but it's just the, Summer the Game Ke- Fest presentation. Yeah. Keeley's commercials. Yeah, the the mid year Keeley's. Um, but yeah, we also don't know what we don't know. Um, yeah, it's pretty safe I was... to assume that Sony is gonna be there about three weeks later or two weeks earlier. Yeah, I was I was I was remembering today accurately for the first time. Um, what they did last year, which was like two weeks before E3, they did that Horizon Forbidden West gameplay demo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that Horizon State of Play. And um, which was interesting. It was an interesting time to do that. And then I, we basically didn't hear much from them until their showcase in September, 
when they showed off Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine and more things that were also exciting. We got a Ragnarok trailer, um, all that stuff. Yeah. That was that was such a fun showcase. But yeah, it took me ages to remember that that was like months later. So it's hard to say what we'll get. Maybe we'll get like a God of War, you know, coming in November state of play. Yeah. And then we'll get a proper showcase later on. Or maybe it'll be in, maybe it, maybe it'll be competing with them. I don't know. So I'm Sony's on my list of things, but I'll, I'll bring that up when we get there. We should, we yeah, should go into yeah. the questions. Let, let's get into the list. Then we, we've done some preamble. So after the first topic on our list is what are we most excited to see? Um, I've, I've got a couple of uh, spare ones here, Jeremy. Yeah. So I, I, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I'm excited to actually see something tangible for Starfield. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm not I'm not excited about Starfield. No, neither am I. <laughs> because we haven't seen Starfield yet. I'm excited to see Starfield. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I feel like we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. We did. Um, we did. We we got into it a little bit. And I I, I kind of like it's that, it's that simple. I want to see what their newest game is. I want to see what a new IP from them is. Yeah. Yeah, like we haven't seen s- it. See what they look like in bloody, you know, next gen. Mm. Uh I don't know. I want to know what it is. I know what totally. it is. We know what it is. I want to see it. Totally. Uh, what, what do you got? I'm excited to see how many vampire games get announced this year. There was plenty last year. And if there's one thing that games like to do, it's follow a trend, Kerry. They, yep. like, to, they like to follow each other. You know, you know what's a game, Kerry? Lemmings. You know what lemmings do? They follow each other. Video games, they are lemmings. We will see some fucking vampire games. Let me tell you. Believe you me, we will see some vampire games. Just sure as shit as a lemming off a, off a bridge, off a cliff. We will see some vampire games. As a bear shits in the woods, we will see some vampire games. Um, we saw like four last year and like two of them oh, were so like vampire masquerade games. There's the new one from, uh, arcane. Yeah. Arcane are doing one. Yeah. Redfall. Um, and there was another one at some point. Um, just like, I feel like a co- bunch of those masquerade games came out too. Like I, I, some of them. Have. Kind of, I think kind of funny last week we're playing Bloodfall or bloodlines, whatever the, it's called. The battle royale one. Yeah. That's, that, that's all right. It's not bloodlines. Um, no, that's the main one. Yeah. Um, you know, and we'll see, yeah, I don't know. Like, we'll see something. Just like how a couple of years ago there was, like, a bunch of Terminator fucking crossovers. Oh, um, right. Yeah, it'll, we'll, we'll, we'll see some more vampires. You know Terminator, was it Salvation? What was the, what was the game they came out with, like, two years ago? Uh, I think it was Salvation. No, well, it was, ba- that, was the, that was the 2009 movie with, uh. With Bale. With- yeah, but it's, it's, it's the same it's called Terminator Resistance. Right. It's set in the Salvation era. Right. So it came out in 2000, 2019, November 2019. You know, I've got a PS5 update version yeah. and like a brand new retail box. And yep. Can you believe they did that? I don't know anyone that bought that game. Neither do I. It was apparently bad. Yep. <laughs> not bad enough to not give it a PS5 native version, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, something I'm excited to see, and I'm, I feel like this is pretty, um, this, this is like a 90% sure this is going to happen. Um, I'd lo- I really want to see some Breath of the Wild gameplay footage. I want to, I want to see if they do like a treehouse thing. I, I want to see it. 
I don't know. It's tricky got, because it's not coming out this year anymore. We so. got that delay. I think I think we're not going to see it until the end of the year. Um, because they, if, they like... The last time they showed Breath of the Wild, granted it was also in time with the Switch, but like we didn't have many months after seeing it properly re-revealed before it came out. Look, I can actually see them do either on it. Like they're they're not afraid to show stuff fairly early now. I think at this point, um, mm. you know, we've we saw Pokemon gameplay like four months ago. Um, mm. I, I I could see it because it's a tangible game. Um, so but I, I feel I'm like also we're misremembering that like they they were at E three that year and all of their booths were Breath of the Wild on Wii U. What we didn't see was Switch. We didn't know Switch right. was coming. Right, that's, sure, that's what sure. I was misremembering. Sorry, go on. Um, I think, I think we'll see maybe a li- from Nintendo. We might see a little bit of Breath of the Wild too, as well as the Zelda collection thing to to no. to hide to 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 hold over Nintendo fans until uh, hold over Zelda fans until Breath of the Wild two comes out. Now's the, you know, like now would be the perfect time to bring it out. Bring it out in September. Release Zelda in March. Yeah, that 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 does make sense. I'm not going to hold my breath for that rumored remaster collection until it happens, though. Like that, no, neither that may am as well I. Not exist. Neither am I. Aside from it was, it was the same rumor as the the Mario 3D collection. Remember that when everybody reported on that Shit. all at once. Right. Remember that, and it was it's it's the same thing. The difference is they just they they're happy to hold on to things. Yeah, it just hasn't come out yet. It's yeah. Just, oh, oh, I want to play those games again. What what are you? What else are you excited to see, Jeremy? The Xbox Game Pass stick. Oh, the the puck or the or the or the stick or the the brain. Yeah, the the the, the streaming HDMI stick you shove in a TV comes with an Xbox controller, cloud stream Xbox Game Pass games to your to your TV. Maybe um, they call I think it the Xbox Game Pass ticket. Ticket's not bad. It's not bad. Maybe they call it the Xbox Game Mikey. <laughs> um, <laughs> tickets are actually Xbox not bad. Opal I don't, card. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind the ticket. To be completely honest, um, hmm. I I don't know what else. What else do you do? You call it the? Maybe they, they might just honestly just call it Xbox TV, right? Like they might just. Yeah. Although that, that might sense. make the cardinal sin of mentioning Xbox and TV in the same sentence, which is gives them True. flashbacks of 2013. True. They could. They're not going to call it a cast something. They could call it a Xbox Gamecast. Xbox Gamecast. Yeah, it's not bad. Except it's not a streaming. It, no, it's a streaming thing. Oh wait, no, it's only a streaming thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. Okay, yeah, no, Xbox Gamecast is not bad. It and it. It it's does a, two a, things. It's, it's a waste because they could have a really good podcast with that name. <laughs> That's true. It's true. It does it does two things for me. One, it sounds too much like Xbox Game Pass, um, which then in turn links to... I suppose this is just one thing, but this in turn links in with their everything sounding like itself um, marketing strategy they have of the Xbox One X, the Xbox Series X, the Xbox Series S, the Xbox One S... <laughs> they'll, they'll 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 bring out two models of this game of this game cast. They'll yep. do the Xbox Game Cast X and the Xbox Game Cast S. Oh no! <laughs> or is no. it the Game Pass Cast? Game, game Pass Cast. Game Pass Cast. Yeah. Dear, oh, dear. So game, the Xbox Game Cast to the Xbox Game Pass ticket. I, I like that. We'll just call it Spencer's Stick. <laughs> 
That sounds like something Randy Pitchford would do and then leave behind it <laughs> a medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a, a, a gearbox stick. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the final thing I have that says, what are we most excited to see? Oh, this should really be in our, one of our other categories, but I'm going to say it now because that other one's getting too full. Uh, uh, Aragon Remaster when? All right. Next question is, uh, <laughs> who is going to have the worst conference? Uh, well, I know who I thought the worst conference was last year. So do I, and it was Gearbox. It sure the hell was Gearbox. <laughs> and you know what? They're going to be coming out this year, so they're going to have another one. Yep. That movie that we saw a lot behind the scenes, of, like too much behind the scenes of last year, like an uncomfortable amount of behind the scenes of last year. <laughs> so much sweaty Randy. <laughs> yeah, and like interrupting Kevin Hart in his trailer for an unscripted, un... Un, uh, unscheduled like media interview. <laughs> well, wait, hang on a minute. They've they've been bought now by Coke Media. Haven't were they not wait, already bought before that? I don't think they were. Embracer Group it, was it Embracer or was it Coke? Uh, it's or Embracer Koch. Group. Are, okay, are they? They're also in interlinked. This was before. It so was it, before. Uh, Gearbox was embraced uh, <laughs> in uh, February 2021. Um, right. I don't know if this is going to take it might, a certain It, it might have been that was when the agreement was signed, but they hadn't um, finalized things yet. Yeah, like these things tend to take a bunch yeah, of time. I'm not seeing any clarifications like that in the article I'm looking at here, though. Um so, right, yes, okay. as far as I could tell, they had their own conference, which is good because Embracer Group and Coke Media, which I think are the same thing, or like uh, one of them owns the other. I think they're separate. I think one of them owns the other. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but uh, the Coke Media showcase, at least, I heard was worse from kind of... Well, kind of funny said that it was worse than the Gearbox one. Um, I think I said because it was longer and had nothing. It, 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 it was worse. That was when I started watching. And then like, I, I actually stopped watching that one. Um, it was, yeah. it was like everybody's cameras was fucked. Uh, no one had any idea what was going on. People yeah, weren't going for like 10 minutes. It was, it was terrible. It was so, so bad. Um, yeah, it was, it was real bad. Uh, but yeah, Gearbox is my first call what I think the worst conference is. Embracer Group does own Coke Media. You were correct, Kerry. Cool. I thought so. Um, um, uh, I, I also have Gearbox on my list. Um, yep. But I also have another games company on my list, which is... Is it Square Enix? It is Square Enix for two reasons. Uh-huh. One, half of their stuff I'm interested in has gone over to Embracer Group. <laughs> well, not yet. Remember, the sale hasn't gone through. Yeah, now, I know, that one but is happening later. They're not going to show off fucking the, you know, the, thing. The, the next Tomb Raider game out yeah. there. <laughs> we look forward selling. to this game that we are not going to receive any benefits from anymore. Exactly right. The other thing is, which leads me to my next question. My next question being, will we see any crypto shit NFT fuck at E3 this year? <laughs> NFT NFTF. Um, I think we will, and I think it will be from Square Enix. Yeah, I think, honestly, you're right. I don't see it coming from any other people. We're not going to see it from Devolver. They're not, they're not going to stand for that. We, we might see something from Ubisoft. Um, I also have that on my list as a possibility. Um, like the, the extension of their Quartz thing, even although yeah. 
don't know. It's they paired it with well. Breakpoint and then cancelled that integration. But well, that's the, kind they, of they, like they cancelled Live Ops for Breakpoint. Breakpoint's done now. Yeah, that's the thing. That was the problem. They paired their their launch of Quartz with a failing game that didn't do that well. Yes. Um, well, you know, failing technology and failing games go together. I feel like they yeah. like we will see. Okay. You should you should answer this question and then I'll go into my stuff about Ubisoft unless unless this is your answer as well. No, it, it's basically my answer, and this is the one I didn't really I, I forgot to put stuff down for. But yeah, I thought if we are going to see anything, like basically, if Square Enix has a conference, it's not going to be any of the stuff that they just sold off. So nothing from Crystal, Eidos, or Square Enix Montreal, or Marvel, or any of the IP all. they've worked on before. Yeah, yeah, which is a lot of stuff. Yeah, no um, Deus Ex, no Tomb Raider, no Avengers, no Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. Like, Guardians was the best part of their conference last year for me, not to anyone else, but I liked it. Um, no no Kane <laughs> And Lynch. so then what are they going to do? Like, oh, we, we're going to r- pixel remaster, remaster the these things, and it's we're going to make it even worse, and the hardcore fans are going to be even more upset about these ones. Like, Yeah, like, they're moving into a purely Japanese um, development at this point. Yeah. More Which is less, like, yeah. look, like, it's fine. Like, I don't think they know how to like manage those their Western studios they had anyway. Um, yeah. From what I can tell, it was the thing they wanted to get out for a long time, and I don't think that anybody that is working at these studios is going to be upset that they're going to still be able to work on their IPs and not have to report to Square Enix's ridiculous expectations. Totally, and I mean, like, one thing we know about Embracer Group. They've got money. They got money. They, <laughs> they got, got they, money. They got. Dosh. And they want a good Tomb Raider game, right? Of course, they would. I'm sure they're looking at Deus Ex. I'm sure they're looking at the Marvel deals and going like, "What can we do?" Now we don't know if they're transferable yet. We don't know what's happening. We think. I think it is that has going- been. I think someone has confirmed that the Marvel deals are transferring. I th- I think they still have to go through a Disney thumbs up. Otherwise, they get canned. is 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 my impression. Is that right, if okay. th- that they need a Disney approval, and if they don't get a Disney approval, then those projects are dead. Um, which right, is okay. a shame, especially for anybody that's still playing Avengers. You know, both of you out there, I'm sure you're going to be really upset when the game gets brought down. Um, they they're not happy with that game, as far as I can tell, either. Though, so I don't think it's really going to matter. Um, yep. I don't know, like Crystal. Uh, Look, for my money, they're they're better off doing something else anyway. Yeah, totally. Um, Did did Square keep Just Cause? I think so, and like Avalanche. Oh, yeah. I think they did. Right, okay. Um, Which is weird. Um, Like, there's a few things there, and like, they're still going to publish, what was it, like Life is Strange and stuff like that in the future. Right, okay, Um, that's fair enough. But I think that they're that's a publishing deal with a Western developer. I'm pretty sure. Right. So like yeah. it's a different. Yeah. Different they don't own Avalanche. Them. I don't think. And they don't own Don't Nod or yeah. um, Techland. Yeah. yeah. Well, not Techland. Techland's not right. Um, Deck Nine. Sorry. Deck Nine. Yes. Yes. Deck Nine, Techland. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> um, so yeah, it, Square is in a really weird spot. Like, there's a sort of a sentiment of like Square doesn't know what they're doing that's been going around with like people saying it like I've seen it in like media discords and like people saying like, oh yeah, Square doesn't know what they're doing or they're a shadow of their former self. And I haven't really got it yet. 
but that this decision that we spoke about last week as it was happening and we've had a sort of week to stew on, it's so fucking weird. Yeah, like, it is. It's very bizarre. It, it was so cheap to sell all of those things on. Like looking at, apparently an analyst is um, saying that the two Marvel titles that Square Enix launched, so Guardians and... Um, uh, Avengers. Uh, the event Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> uh, sorry. Cost, just a total mental blank. Um, cost Square Enix $200 million. And yeah. they sold so much more than the two studios and those games. They sold so much more than that for 1.5 times that amount. And and it's like, you, you, got, you got to think about it like, you know, they were looking for a live service game. They were looking for a game that was going to go on for... Let's say four years. Like DLC's, Babylon's Fall. <laughs> yeah, right. DLC, um, battle passes, uh, in-app purchases. Yep. Um, and then it's like, you know, they've got um, cosmetics. They've got movie tie-ins. They've got comic tie-ins. They've got TV show tie-ins. They have the literal biggest... Well, I'm not sure if it's the biggest media property, but the most popular media property happening at the moment that has been going on for a very long time, Marvel Avengers. Right, okay, sorry, yes, like, you're right. Like, as like a as a thing, right, as like a pop culture phenomenon. Yep. Disney were looking at this going, you can, like, we can drive movie sales, we can drive movies to you, and that's what they deliver... It's it's negative. It's got it had negative press, yeah. And all anyone was all anyone talks about this game now is how much it it, it cost Square Enix to make this. Yeah, game. it's kind of a joke now. It's kind it's, of a part of a joke. It, it is just like a failure of a product, um, as well as I don't think it was a very good game. Um, That's and, the thing. Like it could have been something different and something better. And so it's like the this like that deal is just like them cutting their losses. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't trust them. I don't trust them. Especially since in that deal where they cut their losses, they specifically mentioned blockchain. So yeah, if they do have a conference, which I hope they don't, if they do, I think we're going to see a bad side of them. I don't think yeah, it's going to be fun. We are. We're going to see what they've actually been like for a lot longer than I think we realize. Because we're not going to see Final Fantasy VII Remake 2. We're not going to see Kingdom Hearts 4. We just saw it. We might see Final Fantasy VII Remake 2. I'd be very surprised. I'd be exceptionally we'll, surprised. We'll see Final Fantasy 16 at the very least. Oh, yeah. Shit, I forgot that was close. Yeah, yeah good chance. Good chance of that. Um, and we're not we're not due for a uh, an MMO update, are we? I don't know. If, I don't think they do those yearly. Yeah. They'll, they'll play a commercial for it. Yeah. No, yeah, sure. And we might see like another Yoko Taro thing. Um, Can't wait for a Tifa Lockhart NFT. NFTFA. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to answer the next question first because it, it goes into my previous answer about the crypto shit. Surefire prediction to feel smug. Yeah. So something that th- we, we don't know is we know it's going to happen. Like we're going to see it. Uh, my answer is the next Assassin's Creed game, the live service one. Oh, the, the, plat- the platform that they're launching, whatever it's called. Assassin's Creed codenamed Infinity or Infinite or something, which it yeah, won't be called because yeah. Halo's called that. Yeah. Um, just call it Animus, right? Like, just call it Animus. Um, Assassin's Creed Animus. No, 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 yeah. just call it Animus. 
Oh, actually no, you need the Assassin's Creed thing in it. Yeah, you? you need the yeah, you need the yeah, brand you've you been building the for the last fifteen years. Um, Ubisoft Quartz integrated in Assassin's Creed the platform. Yeah, yeah. I can see it happening. Yeah, and we'll get fucking we'll get maybe this will be the first time we'll get an NFT actually appearing in another game because both companies have a pretty good idea of putting each other's shit in each other's franchises. Oh, and Square both, and Ubisoft. Yeah, you know, we can get a fucking NFT Chocobo oh, um, no. <laughs> that you can ride in Egypt. Um, yeah, what look, about I, the, uh, I can see Quartz ab- showing up in this Assassin's Creed thing. Yeah, that's that's pretty intense. I can also see it, because um, what was it? They announced like the Division Heartland, which was that free-to-play thing. If they talk more about that, I could see them talking about Quartz for um, yeah. their free-to-play Division game. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, yeah. I, I, I think we will see the Assassin's Creed platform, though. Um, whether or not it's got quartz in it, I'm not too sure. Um, but I yeah. can see uh, them finally showing off whatever that project is. Yep. Um, it's been two years since Valhalla came out. Yeah, and like they announced it last year, right? Um, the, the timing is right, I think. I don't know if it was officially announced. Yeah. It was? I think we got, we got like a... We got like a, a, a like a press up logo. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um Yeah. I I would Assassin's Creed Infinity is what it's currently called. Yeah. It's hard to say whether companies will do that because these companies do want to go in for it, but it's also still toxic. It's absolutely like nuclear to go near publicly right now. Yes. Um it's sort of like in 2017, no one mentioned like microtransactions in a single player game outright for a long time. Or they specifically said it wasn't and then patched them in later. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. uh, so like, yeah, it. I really don't know how far developers will go in on that or publishers specifically, I guess. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Ubisoft, mm-hmm. uh, surefire prediction to feel smug about number one for me. Rabbit sequel is coming out within three months of E3. That's what I feel. That's that's what my gut tells me. Okay. Yeah. Now I wrote it down and I felt immediately unsure about that because <laughs> they announced it last year at E3 and we heard nothing since. And they just said 2022. Um, but I feel I, like that's I, I would be confident that it would come out then. That's what I think too. And like when they did it originally. Like, this was the first year the Switch came out, but when they announced it originally, it came out, like, within two or three months of it being announced at E3. It was at that August, I want to say. Right. So, yeah, I I feel like there's a bit of a precedent there for them to have, you know, just been shedding on it quietly in the background and just have it ready and it come out. Um, Yeah, I feel confident in that. Uh, I feel confident that we... So this is a, 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 a broader E3 conversation. Um, it's not going to happen the week of all these announcements. It'll happen on the outskirts, probably after, I'm going to assume. Whenever PlayStation do their showcase, their state of play, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, PSVR 2 release date. Um, will be announced. I don't know when it. I don't know if it's if it's going to be this side of the new year or not. Um, so I regardless can, of what the date is, they will announce the date. I think so. We've and price. Uh, maybe. 
Okay. Maybe. I'm not so sure. They didn't they didn't do that for hmm, I don't think actually. they have to. I don't think they, have to. they don't have to do the price. It VR helmets are not a console. It's not everybody excited for the new thing all the time. It's like you you'll buy it if you're interested in it sort of thing. Um and yeah. it will go cheaper they didn't when do you do that are. for the PS5 for a while either I think. Like I think no, uh, I, can't, I, I can't remember if they revealed the hardware and then showed the price off like that three months later, the, like the day they opened pre-orders. I don't know. Um, yeah, I know I the PS4, remember. they announced the price on stage at E3, but the PS5, I do not remember. Yep. Um, okay. The PSVR 2 developers have tried it. It was at GDC. It was one of the big things oh. at GDC. Wow. Um. It's it's uh, apparently pretty cool. It's apparently yep. pretty exciting as a thing. Um, it, I mean, from we, you know, we got the tech specs, and you know, they've they've added haptics to the to the helmet itself, right, and the controllers. Um, yep. Like it, like from what they said, yeah, in helmet the press haptics. Release, that was the, that was one of the things, and it's got yeah. eye tracking as well. Yeah, and like way better resolution screen runs on the PS Five. Like, there's a lot going for this particular headset. Um, it's fascinating how poorly the, the PSVR Gen 1, the PSVR 1 has aged, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's aged way faster than a lot of the other VR headsets. Yes, it, it was it was for two reasons. One, because it was quite budget. Yes. Um, and a PS4, I don't think, initially, was made with VR in mind. Yes. As well as all the cables. Yes. So many cables. Um, yeah. It was, this is it was obviously a great, not a great that. way to get into it, but yeah, I guess that's what you get when you buy a headset that's way you, cheaper you, than the competition. And you needed the camera, right? Like there were so many, like there were a lot of things happening at that point. There was it was uh, outside in tracking. Um, it was using the PlayStation Move controllers. Uh, yep. Kerry, can you fix your uh, focus? Please? Oh, I blurred. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Um, your uh, yeah, and it was like yeah, it was that, and it was you needed the camera, and then it was the breakout box, and it was kind of loud. Um, it was comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. but it, that was also the era of base stations, right? Like base yeah. stations, by and large, have disappeared in the broader consumer area. They still exist for some headsets, but like we're sort of moving past that. Um, yeah, this is before Quest. And they announced, when they announced the PS5, they said, yeah, we've got VR in mind. And then when they announced the PSVR 2, they were like, yeah, it's, it's a single cable. Um, it's a shame yeah. it's not wireless, but single cable, it's the next best thing. Yeah, um, and there's a plug on the front of the system for it. Yeah, yeah, USB-C, high-powered plug. Um, from so what you, I you can... Think- have- hmm? Sorry, you go, I'll, I'll follow up. Just from what I've heard, also the the... Eye tracking makes a really big dis- difference for foveated rendering, um, where you can sort of have a lower resolution on the on the on the outskirts of where you're looking and a high resolution on the inside of where you're looking. Um, apparently, that is making a very big difference in this headset. It's not that's the first headset to do it, but it is definitely a welcome addition. That's so cool, and like something you get in comparison to a headset made for PC. Um, or a headset made with all of the uh, processing power happening internally, something you get with a dedicated PlayStation VR headset for a dedicated PlayStation console is you get that hardware interaction and that sort of working directly with the hardware sort of magic that you, that you see with a Naughty Dog game or something like that. Like if yeah, they've the- got tech that's interesting, they can make the best use out of it with that system. 
they only have to hit one benchmark. There's not a whole lot of like, th- th- there's At one the spec they have to hit. Yeah, like, and I'm sure like, and anything else above that is just gonna help them, right? They're not they're not hitting the PS4 spec. They're not hitting the low end PC VR spec. They're not hitting the Quest. Um, they're just going for baseline PS5, which is a RTX card. Yep, it's pretty cool. So you think that's surefire? release date I'm a little bit shaky on but we will see it I think we 100% will see it like I think it makes sense to see it this now and then release it in end of November or okay, December cool okay I like that I like it a lot uh, on on the Sony train uh, God of War trailer and release date we will see it um, similarly yep. to what you were saying whenever Whenever, Whenever their is. thing is, um, whether it's like we were saying before, a God of War state of play dedicated to the game, or whether it's um, like a, a PlayStation showcase later on in the year or earlier in the year, <laughs> um, something yeah. like that, we we see it. Next time we see God of War, we're getting a trailer, we're getting a release date. Um, yeah, that that is yeah. that is also no question. Surefire, I'm going to feel smug about that one, <laughs> as as per the homework. <laughs> Uh, do you have any other surefires? I do. I have a I have a, a couple here. One of them's a joke, but I have a couple more as well. Uh, Hellblade release date. Next time we see it, and I think Hope it'll so. be this it's E3. Been long Hellblade release date. It's been a long time. Long time since they were acquired by Xbox. Long time since we've seen that game. We saw that game when they announced the Series X. Yeah, yeah. We saw a trailer last year at the Game Awards. You remember yeah. they took on that gigantic oil baby? Yeah. Um, you know, as as the Norse do, uh, but yeah, I you know excited to get to that one. Like you know, we we did a one of our very first podcasts uh, was a game club for Hellblade: Senua Sacrifice. So Hellblade: Senua's Saga, um, with all their new ray tracing tech on the Series X and on PC, and uh, being what is it, it was uh, uh, Team Ninja, right? Yeah, or Ninja Theory. One of Ninja them. Theory. Team Ninja is is Neo and. I never that. remember which ones were. Um, what did the what did what did Team Ninja do recently? If something something big that wasn't Neo. Uh, oh crap! What I, did I, do I, I do not remember. Okay, Ninja, um, but Ninja Gaiden, Stranger of Paradise, Stranger, Stranger of Paradise. Paradise. Yes, really recently. Chaos, my way. So that's Team Ninja, and then Ninja Theory, who did like DMC and Enslaved Odyssey to the West. I think um, they're doing uh, Hellblade. Right. It's been so long since that. Since then, though, so yeah, I really want to see that. I uh, really can't wait to uh, be freaked out by that game. Uh, I also have Resident Evil Four remake. We've been hearing so much about it, and it's been a while since Resident Evil Three remake. I, I think, think we see it this year. I don't think we see it at E3. I'm not sure you if Capcom... don't think so? I they, don't think Cap- they like Capcom- their pops, you know? Like, you remember when Resident Evil 2 Remake got announced? It was just in the middle of a PlayStation conference. And it was like, whoa, here it's coming. And it's Leon in Raccoon City. And, and it's coming in January. Back when Capcom was releasing bangers in an, in an empty January every, every other year. You know, Monster Hunter World and um, Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. I... I feel like I feel like we do see it this year, but I feel like I feel like it might slip. I don't feel like they yeah. would want to release it in a different year to when they announce it. 
I think yeah. they are going to. Um, I think they. I, I think they. If they announce it in June, it's it. It would be coming this year, and I don't think it is coming. Yeah. This year, I think they will announce it in a September, and then a release it in a in a in a June, maybe next year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe I earlier say, than that. I, they do like the early of the year release frame sometimes. So maybe if they then, can pull it off. They do like it. Yeah. I don't. I, I will don't think say we see it at E3. I will say this is my least sure surefire, but it's the yeah. kind of thing similar to like the Zelda remasters you've been talking about, right? Like we've heard about it. It it exists. It's coming. It, it, it exists. It definitely definitely exists. The the only question is when. When are we getting our reverse? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Are don't, we ever getting that? Because that was supposed to launch with the RE2... No, was that RE8. RE8, right? RE8, sorry. Yeah, sorry. It was supposed to launch with RE8. And oh, we've yeah, the heard, multiplayer suite for 8, yeah. We've heard nothing about it. That's true. Maybe we get That's that. That's true, we haven't. You remember when Capcom had um, some presentation not long after 8 came out, and they were like, oh, we're going to see a trailer for DLC, and all it was was like... A black screen with like words on it. It was like, <laughs> we are now in active development on DLC for Resident Evil 8. Thank you for buying and enjoying the game so far. We hope you we we will tell you more in the future. Like it was that that was all. <laughs> We're not gonna see RE4 remake. We're gonna see the RE8 DLC before we see RE4. Yeah, I suppose I know, that was I, a year I, ago. I know the different I mean, maybe we get a logo of RE4, but like that's if that they don't seem to like to do that. They they like to show gameplay. Um I reckon we'll see the RE8 DLC at E3. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a toss-up, I'll admit. It's, it's my least sure, sure fire. Yeah. And what's your joke um, one, Kerry? EA isn't going to be there. <laughs> yeah, okay, that is, that is completely sure. EA that is very sure fire. <laughs> they have said so themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only thing they've got coming this year, basically, is that Star Wars game, and we're going to see that at Celebration in a week anyway. Is that in a week? I think so. It's really soon. They've got all the panels announced and it's happening before Kenobi, so... Okay. Sick. Yeah. That's fun. When's Kenobi, actually? Because now Moon Knight's finished. This, this I'm going to look that up while you tell us about your first and, Hail Mary. Your first shot in the dark. Speaking of Capcom, let me tell you about oh, a little Oh, did you game. hear that? That was his knuckles cracking. He cracked mm-hmm. his knuckles. Sorry, go on. Sp- speaking of Capcom, <laughs> let me tell you about a little bit, a little, a little game that, that was announced in 2013. A little game called Deep Down, working title. Oh my fucking god! Now go. I, I am a deep down truther. I am a what deep this, down uh, conspirator. Deep Down was the the high fantasy live uh, service tech dungeon demo. game. Pub- developed and published by Capcom, announced exclusively for PlayStation 4 in 2013. Yes, we saw two trailers for it. We saw the initial trailer, and then we saw a gameplay trailer, I think about a year later. And then every year, nothing. <laughs> um, I've never it- seen this before. Can I just say, Wikipedia's uh, part of its first blurb is a sentence that says this. It is currently vaporware, although not officially cancelled. I've never yes. seen that before. Yes. Oh, if I got some pages you can look at, which has got that on it as well. Let's tell you about a game called Wild. Let me tell you about a game called Beyond Good and Evil 2, baby. Oh, <laughs> goodness me. Let me tell you about almost anything Michelle Ansel has ever worked on in the past fucking decade. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, deep down, 
is a Hail Mary. You say this every year. I say it every year, and every year it doesn't exist, and yet I will keep saying it until I will it into existence. I want that weird chat app with Blanca. I want that weird dragon fucking thing. I want Blanca from Street Fighter? Yes. Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what Deep Down is, but it, I want it. Um, It's my Hail Mary. It's one of my Hail, Hail Marys. People also ask, was Deep Down cancelled? Will Deep Down no. ever release? No. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, all, that's all that people also ask about it. It's like people that still want Agent to come out. Agent. The Rockstar game. Is that game. a Rockstar game? Yeah. yeah. It was a spy Agent. game that they were working on that 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 did, I think, that did get officially cancelled and they, they actually let the trademark lapse on that one. Yeah, right. Uh, and they, teased like, in 2007, formally announced 2009, never came out. It was on their website, I think, for about 10 years. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Which, of course, is uh, not a we're still working on it. It's a no one bothered to update the website. Yep, totally. No, but no, also, that's like... the, the person who's updating the website isn't in charge of whether this should or shouldn't exactly. be shown on the website. And he's not going to say, hey, should I do this work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first Hail Mary. This would be amazing. I think it's, I'd, I would be incredibly shocked if it happened. I would I would really like if it happened. I would love to see more Avowed. The high yeah. fantasy role-playing game from Obsidian, creators yeah. of Outer Worlds World. World. and Fallout New Vegas and other things. Pillars of Eternity, I think, was them. Yeah. Um, or Path of Exile, one of them. Uh P-O-E. From my understanding, <laughs> from my understanding of just like hearing what Jeff Grubb says, uh, we're not going to see it. I I agree. I think it's very very far away. But what if we saw it? That'd be cool. I'm excited. To, I I want to know what that is. I do want to know what that is. Yeah, I w- I want to see Obsidian off the chain. I want to see them fully funded and let loose. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, uh, you, you got another. You got another one, Mary. I, I do. I have Fumeto Ueda's next project. Whoa! And now Creator let, of Ico, Shadow of the Colossus, and The Last Guardian. And let me say, I don't think this is completely out of the question. No, it's Only, been it's been a while. Six years it's, since and, Last and, Guardian. And like he said in 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 an interview that he wanted to take a break after Last Guardian. God it did take him. him ten years to make. It took him. It took him to ten years in leaving the project. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. They had to bring him back. I forgot that. Yeah, because he left the project, started his own studio, and the first gig they got was getting hired by Sony to finish it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is like just what incredible. the fuck's that about? <laughs> I, I don't know what he wants to make next. I don't know if he wants to still make things in that same universe. I kind of mm-hmm. hope he doesn't. I want to see him try something new. Um, new Katamari uh, game ooh. from Fumito Ueda. Um, yeah, like no do fun. something to try. A, like he mentioned, there was an expression of interest that he had where he was thinking about making a first-person shooter. I don't know what that would look like, but I would like to know. Mm. Yeah, modern day. It's it's funny because the Fuck games that cla- that like define what we think about him are they are all in that same disconnected, disjointed universe. But it's that fantasy universe of crumbling stone arches and swords and, and, and gods yeah demons and yeah um 
Yeah, that's that's fascinating. No telling what it could be. I uh, absolutely no idea. And you know what? I'll probably love it. Yep. I'll probably love it. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> this is my second Hail Mary. Star Wars Eclipse is now being developed by <laughs> Supermassive Games, developers of Until Dawn. <laughs> Why them? <laughs> because they make good single-player story games. They with, made... with branching pathways and narrative decisions. They made a good single-player story game. Uh, people didn't mind House of Ashes, but yes, I know what you mean. But I trust them far more than I trust Quantic Dream and David Cage. Can I, can I do you one better? <laughs> yeah, sure, man. Uh, Star Wars Eclipse is no longer being developed by Quantic Dream. It's now being developed by... Um... Fuck, what's the name of the studio? Is it? Is it? What I uh... think it is. Uh, it's a. Uh, I had to look mine up when I was look writing mine. Uh, super giant, super giants. Wait, what? <laughs> super. Is that because I said super massive and you yes. thought of super giant? Yes, I did. Yeah. Super giant is the developer who made Bastion, Transistor, Pyre, and Hades. For those yes. who are unaware, none yes. of them three D games. None of them Star Wars games. But what if they went from a homophobic led studio to a really gay studio? Huh? Huh? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. That would. I. I don't want that, because. Yeah. That would be antithetical to who Super Giant is. It's true. Um, but also I want that. I want to, I want to see Supergiant make so many things that I like. Yeah. Yeah. Like Star Wars. Yes. Uh, do you have another one or are you out? Uh, I, I just thought of one more. Oh, great. Give it to me. <laughs> PlayStation resurrects the Vita. <laughs> to compete uh, with the go Switch. On. Tell me more. To compete with the Switch, they decide five and a half years into the Switch's life cycle that it's time to get in the game. <laughs> After the Switch has sold 80 million units and there's a silicon and semiconductor shortage. <laughs> uh, no, um, I, I, have, I have a better one. Um, the, that that, that, <laughs> that they, was funny though. Yeah, it's, it was funny. Um, the, the PlayStation have announced their legacy team. Um, yes. They, they announce Hail Mary... Uh, disc-based backwards compatibility for PS3, PS2, PS1. PS, I was going to say PS4, but they've already got that. Whoa! They'll never do that, it. They, they, no, they, won't, they, they won't make any money that way. Agreed, yeah. No, I don't think they have any incentive to do that. Um, but also, that fully made me... That made me like Pog, you know? I was like, whoa! <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't say that. I'm not in Twitch chat. No, but I, I'm, I just saw my face and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that would be... I would love that. And you're right. I think it's like... It's a Hail Mary. It's never going to happen. Exactly. It's an impossibility at this point. It's just a little slimy. It's still good. It's still good. Yeah. Uh, right. Speaking of got? PlayStation, my final Hail Mary... What if they showed Spider-Man 2? This isn't out of the realm of possibility because they said 2023, right? Yeah. Middle 2022, if they're going to show anything, honestly, that's their most exciting project that's coming up that we haven't already, that isn't coming out this year. You know what I mean? But 
it's still a little early. We only heard about it for the first time nine months ago. It's tricky, right? Yeah. Because ultimately, when you think about it, the original Spider-Man came out in 2018, and then Miles came out two years later on, in 2020. So what that means is it's been nearly four years since the original Spider-Man game came out. That's a lot of time. But with Miles coming out so soon after and it being different, but too, like very similar, yeah. and the remaster of the original Spider-Man game coming out on PS5 at the same time, prompting a lot of people to replay it, I think it needs a bit more time on ice. But I also think it's Spider-Man. And if it's in any viewable state, I think they'll show it. Because it's not Miles Morales, where it was a lovely surprise for the launch of a console. Like, that was huge. It was like, oh my god, we're getting a, a, another Spider-Man game. That's fantastic. This isn't that. This is, here's a reason to buy a PS5 today for something you might be excited for tomorrow. So, I think, I think that's almost a little bit too nuclear. Nuclear? In terms Please, of go on. in terms of like they don't they still don't need to convince anyone to buy a PS5. True. That's and, true. Why would they need to drive up demand? Yeah. Um obviously th- obviously they of course want more demand. It helps them. But And like the more stories like it probably helps them to have more stories of still hard to get PS5s. If you're looking for a PS5, go get this deal now. That probably helps them. Sure. In in this yeah. shitty situation where no one can get one anyway. Yeah. Um, I think if the PS5 wasn't selling for like something, you know, different world, obviously, they would hit that nuclear button and say, like, it's the, the big red Spider Man button. I see what you mean. This is like, they we don't need, need a boost. to. Yeah. This is the Nitros. Um, they, they, they showed it, whatever it was last time, the same September. time as Wolverine, which was like ridiculous. Mind that. Yeah, I th- I think they can save that for a for a September October again. Yeah, I I honestly think they could save it for a hey, you're getting this in four months. Here's your first proper look at this game since we announced it. They're not going to do that. Um, they did it with Miles, but again, that was part of a console launch, so that's yeah. hard to say. Yeah, and this is like a you know Sony are trying to churn out as many fucking dog shit Spider Man movie spin offs as they can. Um, you know, like. Unless they announce, a, unless they really want to do like a Dr. Michael Morbius tie, tie-in um, with Jared Leto. Um, I, the, the Spider-Man's a, like only very, very l- briefly on ice. We're not going to see the next Spider-Man movie into 2024. Oh, well, he's not on ice, is he? He's, he's, in, the, he's in the regeneration chamber, chamber. He's in the, the back to tank. He's, yeah, he's, he's, being, he's being regenerated and reborn as we speak. Spider-Man's having his refractory period. Yeah, but like it's, it's a, uh, you know, in between thwips. Um, uh, <laughs> they, John, John, John Watts did the first three movies, right? John Watts, and they're going to do some more movies. John Watts is not going to do the next one. He's not doing Fantastic Four. From what I can, from what I've read, or from what I've heard, they are taking their time finding a new director. Um, in the meantime, they've got fucking Scarlet Spider and Craven the Hunter and all these other movies that no one wants. Mm-hmm. Venom Three people apparently want that. 
Um, it's important to remember, though, that the original Spider-verse. Spider-Man game was being built at the same time as they were starting to make these decisions based around Venom, right? Like, my point being that Venom came out around a similar time that Spider-Man came out, and it was miles better. So, like, I have somewhat a bit of faith that there's a bit of quality control in this product here. Yeah, but I think they also know that the reason they changed the look of Peter Parker is because some suit at Sony was like, how come that Spider-Man doesn't look like our (laughs) Spider-Man? He doesn't look like the Spider-Man that we paid a fucking billion dollars for. Make him look like our Spider-Man sort of thing, right? True. I I did hear, I mean, you know, maybe Insomniac was just saying this um, because they definitely needed to address it when they changed the the face of Peter Parker. But maybe that was because, like... I, I remember them saying something like they they needed to update how that person's face worked and they didn't really... Going forward, it wasn't going to work with them as well to use the old one. Like, it does sound a bit like uh, they're making shit up now that I've said it out loud, but like... <laughs> yeah, it's, that, that is... That's nothing. I don't... Yeah. So, yeah. What I've got written is I think it's a little early to show Spider-Man 2, but also... What if they showed Spider-Man 2? Yeah. I have have a final question for you. Hit me. Who's getting bought? What, at E3? Oh. We're going to see another acquisition. We're going to see one. It's hard because there's not many people left. People are dropping like flies. Right. Um, What if a week after... I don't think this would happen. I don't but like I, where I don't like your energy level right no, now. No, no, no. This is this is bad. This, this is like really this is like time to leave this timeline. Time to build a time machine and fuck off timeline. Xbox. What if Nintendo. a week after an excellent Devolver showcase, they're bought by? Hang on, hang on. Who's who's Square Enix? <laughs> they're bought by Square Enix. I was going to say Embracer Group, but Embracer Group, they haven't messed anyone up for buying them yet. No, no. So, so far as we can tell. But, like, yes, they're bought by EA. Like, or, no, bought by, like, Amazon. Yes, the Devolver's bought by Amazon yeah. to, like, polish up their image, but yeah. also to, like, corporatify their image. Yeah, they'll be like, yeah, look, we can laugh at ourselves sort of thing. Um... Yeah, I'm not sure. Devolver's not going to get bought. I, I, no, I can, know. I can see. It's hard, right? There's, yeah, there's, there's so really... many chips being taken off the table. Like Bungie is not there anymore. <laughs> I know, right? I haven't even thought about you know we're going to start seeing them in PlayStation things yet. But their the, their deal hasn't gone through because the FTC is looking at it. That's true. Um, and plus, the time that it was going to take is still going. Sure. Fucking Microsoft really skipped all that, huh? They really, I mean, like, look, they're still, they're still, like, they've got their FTC stuff going on as well, and they're yeah, that one also still has gone through. Yeah, I know, but they, they got, they got Bethesda fucking scot free. Like that was done. Like that ink was dry. Like so fucking fast. Um, well, no, they had their period, but they didn't have the FTC nonsense. I don't think it wasn't yeah. big as big a deal in news headlines and stuff like that. But yeah. also, they, they weren't buying such a beleaguered company that had just spent the last year 
on headlines of all major news websites it's, it's because true. of how terrible they've been. It's true. So, <laughs> um, Warren Buffett's putting money on the deal goes through, so I don't know. He's putting like he's like literally he's, betting on it. He's betting. He's like, betting on it with the stocks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so weird. It is weird. Who who else? Are, what's what's Lorne Lanning's studio? Um, <laughs> what the odd world? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Wow, rude! <laughs> Fucking why, rude? I just, I just want to know. Like that, and that's an independent studio. Uh, if a director, uh, uh, uh Oddworld Soulstorm, who published by Oddworld Inhabitants. That's that's the studio name. Who bought WB? Or are they just being shopped around? They're shop. They're, they're being shopped around. They haven't been bought yet. Okay, they'll. It'll be them. Yeah, that makes sense. Considering that we've heard things a bit like they're shopping around, <laughs> it, 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 it's it's either it's it's them that they get bought by uh, PlayStation. I don't think Xbox want to buy anything at the moment because they're still trying to get their previous deals put through. Um, either they get bought by PlayStation or PlayStation by Square. Um, it's just yep. it's one of the two. Um, Square, you know, some people believe that the reason they fucking sold all that stuff was so that they can make themselves a little bit a little bit lighter on some of the bloat. Um, they can maybe make themselves a bit more uh, approachable by uh, acquirers, um, by collectors. Um, um, yeah. Uh, maybe Sony buy them or maybe someone just fucking picks up all the studios that just got, oh no, uh, Embracer just got them. Yeah, that's yeah, the but, thing. They went, yeah, that, yeah, I it's forgot not it, like it, it IO where they, no, it wasn't. Yeah. they went straight to Embracer. It was like, yeah, I don't know. It was like, it was like kids going from one foster parent to another foster parent, like, yeah. like, like a really weird handoff. Like, here you go, here's our children. Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, yeah, you gotta wonder how long until purchases either slow down or they keep going until there's no one left. They're gonna get blocked before they before they before no one's left. Like, the, it, it's currently not. Great press, like all the FTC ch- ch- uh, checks and and yeah. looking into yeah, th- they, and scrutiny. The, the one thing the video game, the one thing the games companies, big games companies hate more than anything else, it's when the government looks at them. <laughs> I like, I swear to God, it's the one. Uh, that's thing a good they point. Hate. Like it goes all the way back to like Mortal Kombat, right? Like Mortal in, Kombat with the, the ESRB. Uh, it goes into um, the the investigation into microtransactions that EA and like accidentally made everybody look at. Any time the government looks at video games, they fucking hate it. Apple versus Epic, all of that stuff. They what was that time fucking... when GTA came out and like someone like it got brought before some group and they were like, "Oh, I saw my son try to kill a woman with a hammer or something like that," and it was. I feel like that became quite official, or someone was trying to make it official. Mm, there was stuff about Peter trying to stop animals being killed in video games. Mm. I mean, to be fair, like 2022 challenge, stop making me kill dogs. Like the video game developers, like <laughs> that'd be great. Sure. But there's all the people that think that no one should have pets. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, we don't have time to get into that. Um, no, we don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's 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 intense. But you're right. I think that's a good point. Like the developers 
and publishers, again, specifically, I keep saying developers, but I really mean the, the publishers. The suits. Um, having that scrutiny placed upon them, you're right, is, 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 is no fun yeah. um, for them, for their bottom line. Yeah. The other question is, we are hearing about, and I think we're going on this a little long, but, uh, you know, we're here. We are hearing about Ubisoft not necessarily looking to be bought out, but potentially looking for like a, like a fund to maybe um, like go in on them with, to like invest in them, um, which is interesting. I, I think that would be epic. Interesting. I, I don't know, because like the, the way I've heard it described is that they're, they're looking at being bought out by like investment funds. Like not, I want to be very clear. I didn't think that that was a cool thing. I wanted to talk about Epic the Games Company. I didn't think that that was an epic thing. I want to be very clear. <laughs> Ubisoft gets more money? Fucking sick, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I like I don't think they're going to get... They're not looking to be bought. I think they'll go to that once this like private fund Maybe, shopping yeah. doesn't go through. And yeah, Epic buying Ubisoft, I could see that making a lot of sense. That could fill out Epic's uh, portfolio I, in terms I, of. Their- I don't even mean an acquisition. I just mean like a like a a, oh. a partnership. True, like like the way Sony has invested in Epic in turn. Um, yeah, no, that's that's an interesting. Like way of they'll they'll buy ten percent of each other's companies, etc. Yeah, well, the way Tencent was going forward. You know, now that I say their name, we haven't heard much about Tencent recently. There was a while where they were they were buying 20% of a company here, 100% of a company there. What do you think's going on with Tencent? I, I don't know. My my guess without really looking at it, my 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 first guess is that uh, China has changed some of their laws around ownership of companies lately. Yep. Um, as well as they definitely don't want the FTC looking at them. Yep. They were not really purchasing many studios that were in America or purchasing parts. Mm, like, there was I some. I like they were doing more and more, but you're right. They're, they are a Chinese company. Yeah. I, I think that they are maybe just sort of watching the landscape a little bit or working something big out. It'll be one of the two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am seeing an article here. I'm just doing some quick lookups. Oh, no, it's on Bloomberg. I can't read it. <laughs> Open it incognito. Incognito? Okay. Hang yeah. on. Open link in incognito window. That's how I read uh, Jason Trial. Is... Uh, oh, it's opened me to a different page. Uh, uh, I can't find the thing I was looking for. Draw on the scrutiny. Here we go. From quick the US carry, government incognito quick. mode. Ah, uh, no. My SD card is full carry quick. Really? That's fine. That's a backup. It's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, never mind. Never mind on that one. But um, this Polygon article talking about Tencent, the world's biggest game company, is saying that uh, uh, Tencent's investments have drawn the scrutiny of even the US government um, when talking about Epic's, uh, their involvement with Epic. Um, yeah. Their investment in Epic's side there. Yeah, what do they yeah, got? They I- got a 40% stake in epic games they own 100 percent of riot games turtle rock studios uh bloober team yeah five percent hold in ubisoft interesting five percent in activision blizzard which Mini is class, majority which is, hold 
Oh, no kidding. Mini, mini clip. Huh? Mini clip. It's interesting that you're on Ubisoft considering that crypto is 100% banned in China. Yeah. Yeah. This is an article from a few months ago, but yeah. Mm. And it's only 5%. It was like shares. It was like stock. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who knows who's going to get bought next? Probably WB. Probably something going on with Ubisoft. They've, they've, we've been hearing about that, but yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to E3. I'm, it, it's going to be a weird time. I'm excited to hear more, um, like firm, like dates from people. Like I want to hear more. I want to hear. I want to hear when Nintendo is going to do something. They do tend to do something around this time. They'll, they'll do something. They will. And like, like I'm here for that. They they had a fairly chunky direct recently where they announced Xenoblade Chronicles Three. They've announced the Splatoon Three release date recently outside of a direct. So. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what we'll get from them. Um, and then, yeah, whenever Sony's going to do something. But yeah, Xbox's conference is going to be cool, and hopefully, Keeley puts on something really fun with uh, Summer Game Fest when it's not the Game Awards trying to juggle awards and all of that. You can like, watch it in a cinema if you want. Messy. You can watch it in an IMAX. Yay! I guess you wouldn't have to be quiet. I don't know. The trailers aren't going to be IMAX formatted. Like, none of it's going to be IMAX formatted. No. It's going to be a Twitch screen on an IMAX cinema camera. Yes. It'll be 4K. Projector. Like, it'll, yeah. You can't stream anything in 4K these days. Like, probably not. No, nah, it's a live stream. The, the, the part of the deal, I think, is they're doing things in 4K. Okay. All right. Well, well fair. When, you know, I mean, well, you're going to go that far. That makes sense. Bloody good honor, mate. And the podcast. Okay, fair enough. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Bit of a longer one. <laughs> uh, but a good one, I think. I really like this discussion. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to catch more of these episodes, you can go to minimap.com.au. Find all of our previous episodes there. Um, just want to say thanks to everyone who checked out any of our video content over the last week. Um, it's, you know, we put a lot of hard work into it. Uh you know, if you if you have the time, if you could go over and give this episode a positive rating on YouTube, whether you're there already or um, whether you've got the time and you feel like supporting us, that would be a great way uh, to help us out. Uh, we also wanted to say that you can find us on any podcast service of your choice. Also looking out for the pecking order. Uh, new episodes coming at some point. I'm not going to say when because uh, we're both quite busy and, and we're, we're working stuff out, but we do want to get those coming out. So watch out for them. Uh, listen to the back catalog if you haven't listened to them recently. They're good fun. Uh, if you want to support us monetarily, you could do so at patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, five bucks there gets you access to posts like breakouts that we do. Like if we have a discussion in the break, that's relatively interesting. We put, we'll put that up, uh, there or outtakes or stuff like that. And also it's just a nice way to help us out if you can afford it. And if you want to do that for us, we're also on Twitter. Uh, the minimap account is at minimapau on Twitter. Uh, we're all there individually. I'm there at KJ Palmer underscore 24. Jeremy is there. Uh, at Obi1Jez. Uh, we're also on Minimap AU for TikTok and for Instagram and for Patreon and Twitter and Twitch. Uh, so if you're on any of those platforms, you can catch our breakouts there. Um, aside from that, thanks so much for listening or watching and we'll see you next week. Oh yeah, we, we do this live now. Yeah, I uh, don't remember to hit the button. We forgot. Bye! <laughs>
<laughs> I forgot to hit the just button. Press the, the buttons. Do the outro again. Press it again. <laughs> I forgot that I have an end screen and I forgot the the, the, the stream deck was like. All right, the, we'll do it. The, we'll do it again. Thanks so much for watching, off. everyone. I, I took we'll see you next time. Stream deck up. <laughs> oh, that's not that one, is it? It's <laughs>